This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, a no-show job leads an Army contracting officer to plead guilty to conspiracy and 10 counts of theft. Senators Braun and Ernst revive a bill to withhold the salaries of feds who don't pay their taxes. And the Air Force unveils a new strategy to fill nearly 2,000 job openings for pilots. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Thursday, April 27th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. An Army contracting officer is facing up to five years in prison and a $250,000 fine after pleading guilty to one count of conspiracy and 10 counts of theft of government funds. The Justice Department says Thomas Bouchard of Uxbridge, Massachusetts, will be sentenced in June. Bouchard was a contracting officer for the U.S. Army Natick Contracting Division in Massachusetts and between 2014 and 2018 used a relationship with a contractor to get co-defendant Chantel Boyd a no-show job. The two also took as many as 31 government-paid trips to Orlando together. Boyd's no-show job cost DOD more than $490,000, for which he performed little, if any, useful work. The Department of Veterans Affairs' new electronic health record hits another snag. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has the details. The Oracle Cerner EHR running at five VA sites experienced a system-wide outage for more than three hours on Tuesday. Clinicians treating patients reported the system running slowly and freezing. The outage also affected the Defense Department and Coast Guard. The outage comes just days after the VA announced an indefinite pause of the EHR rollout until it fixes problems at sites already using the Oracle Cerner system. VA Secretary Dennis McDonough says the pause will likely alter the agency's fiscal 2024 budget request for nearly $2 billion for the system. The bottom line is, I think it stands to reason that that request will look different. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Government Accountability Office names 37 high-risk areas, but more than half of them come from the same problem. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. Critical skills gaps at agencies are a root cause for many federal challenges, including broad ones like cybersecurity. Comptroller General Gene Dodaro says agencies not having enough people or not having the right kind of people is negatively impacting 22 of GAO's high-risk list items. Strategic human capital management, or the ability for agencies to address these skills gaps, has remained a high risk for more than 20 years. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The FedRAMP program hits a major milestone. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us more. The number of authorized cloud service providers reached over 300 under the Federal Risk Authorization Management Program, or FedRAMP. This milestone caps off a continued growth over the last two years. Of the 304 total authorized CSPs, agencies have done the bulk of them, approving 252, with the Joint Authorization Board sanctioning the rest. FedRAMP has seen a 50% increase in the number of cloud service providers in process, as well as a 50% increase in the number of CSPs authorized to work at the high-impact level. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Customs and Border Protection spearheads a new Homeland Security initiative to leverage artificial intelligence. 
Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. DHS's new AI task force is considering how artificial intelligence can be used to screen cargo coming into the United States. And CBP earlier this month released a solicitation seeking anomaly detection algorithms that could be embedded into its screening systems. CBP Chief Information Officer Sonny Bagwala. So all those millions and billions of packages coming in, we want AIML to tell us you know, which container to look at. A key goal of the CBP program is to speed up processing times at ports of entry while also improving security. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. Lawmakers are reviving a bill that would withhold the salaries of federal employees who don't pay their taxes. Indiana Senator Mike Braun reintroduced the Federal Employees and Retirees with Delinquent Tax Debt Initiative, known as the FERDI Act. Braun says the legislation aims to hold feds more accountable. This is the third time he's introduced the bill. The FERDI Act is co-sponsored by Iowa Senator Joni Ernst. The Air Force plans a multi-part strategy to fix its pilot shortage. At a Senate Armed Services Committee hearing on Wednesday, Air Force officials said they plan to offer more bonuses and incentives to recruits. And to retain pilots, training programs will be expanded. The Air Force fell about 1,900 pilots short of its goal for manned aircraft last year, which represented a greater deficit than the previous year. In part, the continuing shortage is caused by competition from commercial airlines and a shortage of flight instructors. The Air Force has a new way to get top cybersecurity talent into its ranks. The Cyber Direct Commissioning Program allows experienced cyber professionals to commission at a rank commensurate with their experience. The Air Force adopted the program to fix a shortage in its cyber workforce. Qualified subject matter experts fill the ranks of lieutenant to colonel to meet current mission needs by using a system called Constructive Service Credit. A new officer's rank at commissioning would be based on experience and college degrees without a requirement of prior military service. The National Institute of Standards and Technology is seeking comment on draft guidelines for organizations moving to quantum-safe cryptography. NIST says the document will demonstrate automated tools for identifying potentially vulnerable public key algorithms. It's the latest step in the migration to post-quantum cryptography. Agencies have been directed by this May to compile an inventory of information systems that would be vulnerable to quantum decryption. NIST is also working to finalize standards for quantum-resistant cryptographic algorithms. And the Department of Veterans Affairs is getting new leadership to oversee benefits. The Senate confirmed Joshua Jacobs to serve as Undersecretary for Benefits after holding the job in an acting capacity. The VA says this is the first time since 2014 that it has Senate-confirmed leadership at the Veterans Benefits Administration, Veterans Health Administration, and the National Cemetery Administration. Senator Chuck Grassley had put a hold on Jacobs' nomination and sought answers about claims of whistleblower retaliation at the agency. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Thursday, April 27, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian.